0: State fan, you should get this car right here. It's a little
1: bit more burn orange than ours is a little bit more road construction,
0: but it's still a nice looking ride. Yeah. You can you can make it work. Could you make it work if you're a Texas fan?
1: Yeah, I think it's more
0: burn orange. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, come out here and make a decision. See if it fits for you if you're a if you're a Longhorn or you're a hokey. Not a hokey. What is it, Oklahoma State? Pokes. Poke. Pokey. okey get off the air. <laughs> So, I'm not a rules nerd. Um, you and run I'm, a junior tour. You should I, but probably But I don't run know. it day to day. I only run it when they say, geez, it's a holiday and everybody oh. wants to spend time with their family. Can I got you, you run Thanksgiving? I'm like, okay, can you run Christmas? Well, yeah, the, the lone Jew can go do that, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Mark that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah.
2: All
0: right. It is the bird nest,
2: you worm. The bird nest is the is the coal. is the tent. The tent where they do the party.
0: It is not. It is the How coal. much you want?
2: I'll bet you 100 bucks right now. All right. 100 bucks. I'm not betting. Why Plus.
1: are we
3: fighting?
0: But you're
2: always like so convicted. Bec- no. Con- I'm not i
0: No, you're convicted in your No, convicted
2: is when you're arrested, you moron. Jesus. Where Ooh, are, are you? almost done. Really? I am. We were having such a good show today, and you just got all high and mighty. I didn't get high and yeah, mighty. You, you did. Just, you I did. said it's called the bird's nest, and you like, said it's not a bird's nest." I didn't you say idiot. that, idiot. No, I you're said that later when you when you got <laughs> when you got get approved it. by one stupid Twitter guy because you think Twitter knows all. Jesus. All right. All right.
0: This segment brought, by the way, brought to you by Arcus Golf. By the way, you just mentioned Cowboys, part of Arcus Golf, and uh, they've got their—I uh, don't know—I didn't prepare for Arcus Golf. I'll just tell them Arcus Golf was great, and we'll, we'll make good for you next week because I don't have any notes on what. This good job, Norm. Our... <laughs> <laughs> Screw him. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. I'll get you next week. So, yeah, so I went to the sugar ball and got hit by a car.
2: Well, good morning. It is eight o three. On Sports Radio 1310 96.7 the ticket it is Saturday January 11th and it's a wintery mix out there at 32 brisk degrees and if it's the last Saturday of the month the t box is at Crest Cars in Frisco Crest Infinity Crest Cadillac and over across the way, uh, between Parker and Park on 75, you have Crest Volvo.
0: But they're building a nice little new facility right here.
2: That's what I hear.
0: It's right over there. they got a roof now.
2: That's what I hear. In fact, I'm going to go pick up the next review car out there today. And the next time I have to do it, it'll be right down the street or right that's down right. the way. So Hey, get this. So I'm looking for a car for my kid because his lease is up. Uh-huh. It's not on my
0: nickel anymore, which is
2: it's amazing how your how your income goes up as your kids get older.
0: But I went over to our buddy over there in Nissan or in Infinity, and I said, "Hey, any he deals?" Of He goes, "Well, just found out I got an extra three grand off on any 2019s." Mm-hmm. I said, "Really?" Worthy. I said, so get this. Yeah. Come in, yeah. make your best deal, and then say, "How about that three grand?"
2: Interesting. You know, you can get a uh, 2019 QX50 Lux. That's their new little crossover, mm-hmm. 299 a month. You can get a QX80, a QX80, the beluga whale of uh, of minivans, which is not a minivan. It is a full-grown SUV, 599 a month.
0: Holy crap!
2: That's what I said.
0: How much down? Hold on. How much down? A
2: little bit. That's 78. Okay. Yeah. And then you can go over to the uh, Cadillac side get an XT5, which is up to ten grand off on a 2019. That's pretty good. They an XT5? Start to, yeah, they usually start in the mid-40s-ish.
0: Holy crap. Yeah,
2: and they have the brand new CT5. What's that? It's, a, it's their new sedan taking the place of, this, of the CTX and, I believe, the ATS. No, CTS yeah. and ATS. ATS. What's their yeah.
0: really fast one?
2: That's the CTV. The that, CTSV. That's the one where I was at a 7-Eleven, uh, filling up the car, and getting ready to go do the show one day, and a cop pulls me. pulls up right behind me at the at the uh, gas pump, and I'm thinking, I've been here for five minutes. What could possibly what could I possibly yeah. have done wrong? Go, Dude, I have to see this car. Can you open up the hood? Can we do this? And it's it's a 556 horsepower screamer. Wow. So, and then Volvo. Has their exquisite models? They have. They have a station wagon. It's actually pretty cool. It's really not a station wagon. It's like a. Well, it is.
0: I guess you can call it that, but it is a station wagon on steroids. Yeah, but
2: it looks just like one, without the without the uh, uh, wood siding. It's kind of long. You know, it's it's the same height as a car.
0: Commercial now. I don't know what it's for, but the um, the the daughter finally buys a new car, Mm -hmm. so I can get the now I can pass it down to my to my. To my brother, and his brother's 16. Congratulations, you
2: got a new car. And it's one of those old Wagoneers. <laughs> he goes,
0: No. You know what? I'm supposed to take a date in that.
2: Those <laughs> things are cool. You drive it. It's, it's old custom job. <laughs> By the way, I'm Rick Arnett, back from the dead. That's Craig Rosengarten, currently in the dead. And we haven't seen each
0: other in three weeks.
2: Two to three weeks? Yeah. It's been a long time. That's rare. Yep, that is rare. Rare like a good steak.
0: Mm-hmm. Top America.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, more about that at 910. Something that happened to me for the first time in literally 20 years. Who's got AIDS? No. Could be. Not quite that. Did you get tested? For AIDS? Yeah. No. Does anybody get tested for AIDS anymore?
0: I did. On my physical. How'd you do? I was AIDS free. (laughs) (laughs) Mark that. I'll even tell you to mark that.
2: So happy. (laughs) Well, I got tested for something else. (laughs) I was not... Free of that malady, so we'll talk about that at nine ten. We have Kern out here engineering. Good morning to you. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year to both of you as well.
2: Yes, we brave the wintry mix to get up here today, as only the T box can.
0: So, so be careful because when I was I took the tollway today, mm-hmm. and on the tollway it was sleeting really bad, and it was sticking to the ground.
2: How was the uh, bridges? And as soon as
0: I got, I not told I took the bush.
2: Ah, and as soon as and I got, got to the tollway,
0: it was kind of. It was
2: kind of... Yeah, it gone. hasn't been that bad right no, here. No, but
0: south of this was bad.
2: Yeah. So, and it's only going to be today. Tomorrow's going to be back up to 61 again. I know it. So that's good. But be be careful on the roadways today. Don't rush to get anywhere. Uh, back at the station. Happy New Year to Jay King.
1: Happy New Year, gentlemen. Actually, how, how, uh, how long are you allowed to say Happy New Year?
2: How well, I'm going to say the say fact it. that I haven't talked to anybody since the New Year. The That's what I'm calling a New Year. That's fair. The person
0: for their first time.
2: Yeah. Since the New Year.
1: Even if, if it was December 31st, 2020, and that was the first time I saw them?
2: No. I, yeah, well, good. yeah, no. I guess you could. Could, but, you know, it'd be kind of stretching it. Yeah. And I think we have Russell Scott doing tickers today. I am here. Good well, morning, guys. How are you? Morning to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I think you Listen. can continue to say Happy New Year through, like, January. Yeah, I think you get January. July. All of, all of January. You know if I was on a remote island, I'm in for that. Like uh like um what's that movie uh Castaway? Castaway, thank you. Gilligan's Island? Yeah, that too. And that's the first time I'd seen you in 6 months as I get picked up by a freighter off a raft. Uh, I guess I could say happy new year. I reckon. I don't know.
1: Oh yeah, you'd get and a it, pass for that.
2: Probably. And all the crab I could eat. Like like FedEx gave uh yeah, Tom Hayes. Was so bad. So ironic. And then flicking the lighter the entire time after all those yeah. time. He had to figure out how to make make fire. So, again, we're at uh, Crest Cars in Frisco today. And as usual, one of the big things that we do out here is we post whatever we have for breakfast. People yeah. like to know what uh, what's going on in the executive kitchen. And so
0: uh, you could order whatever we get.
2: The lovely Paloma. We'll be dishing that out around 9 o'clock, so we'll see what that Entails,
0: And maybe we'll have a Mike Browson, uh appearance. Ah,
2: you never know. I, last time I was here, I saw him. Really? Yeah. Hey, by the way, big thanks to uh, Paul Stankowski and Edward Lohr for filling in for us for various reasons past uh, two shows. Yep. So that was good. And um, and we actually have golf going on.
0: By the way, if you work in real life <laughs> business. <laughs> like we like, do.
2: Like we do. Allegedly. Ed Lohr is a good follow right now on Twitter. He's grinding in the real world. He's now. grinding
0: in the re- real. cold calls. Yes,
2: he's in the insurance biz. Yep, and he posted a bunch of his. Uh, Days. I've never, I've never done that. Where I, I kept track of all my cold calls when making sales. When
0: I first got out of grad school, I did. I
2: think maybe, yeah, maybe way, way back yeah. when, because you usually have an overbearing sales manager. Something that wanted to see your. Well, we used to. Sales. Well,
0: we used to have this. I have time for this. Not really. Sure. Well, yeah, Kendall. So I used to we used to have one guy in our in our office, Kevin McLeef. Never mm-hmm. sold anything. <laughs> I can say this because he's in Baltimore, but mm. and uh and he would have two hundred and ten calls and he'd have fifteen appointments that he set and four proposals. Yeah. I was like, Well, holy crap, how do I match that? Yeah, that I better get on my ass. Guy's get on machine. my ass. And I would work but now all of a sudden I'm selling
2: things and he never is. So that's when I always say, you know. Show me the sales. Mm-hmm. Don't show me the don't show me the birth. Just show me the baby. Yeah. Right. All right. So let's get this sucker going because this is the 26th year beginning of the T box. Every time I say that, I get a new wrinkle. It <laughs> just seems like a long time, right? But we're still uh, we're still upright, fairly yes. fairly uh, healthy, and uh, let's get this show on the road. By the way, you can go to idealgolfer.com. You can get a great deal over at uh, uh, Sugar Tree. From your 27 bucks. good through mid-March. It's going to warm up to 61 tomorrow. Yeah, uh, why not? It's supposed to be pretty decent. So uh, go ahead and get that. And we have uh, a chock full of awesome deals in the month of January. So keep yours listening to IdealGolfer.com. All right, up next, let's this, get this puppy going. We have a notable passing in the golf world. And something else I ran across is this company, is this business, that Consumer Reports for Golf.
0: And what's going on with the handicap system?
2: Well, yeah. Talk about that next on Ticket. Hey, hey, 819 on the Ticket. T-Box at Crest Cars in Frisco today. Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac, and Crest, 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 Crest Volvo over in Plano on 75 and between Park and Parker. Be here till 10 o'clock today. Segment brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp and their one membership. You join a club, and you can play at the other clubs for one low price, and you get half off food. And next week, we will be at Craig Ranch.
0: TPC Craig Ranch.
2: TPC Craig Ranch, the newest uh, uh, property in the DFW area for Club Corp. So we look forward to that. 8.30, little leaderboard talk. Got a new sponsor, and we'll be watching one particular golfer in particular did I just say that twice? Um, because his caddy is sponsored by somebody we know. Huh. Interesting. And then at 8.50, Cheatgate, man, Patrick Reed just keeps shoveling a deeper hole. He's amazing. But I think I have an idea that would be great marketing for him in the tour, believe it or not. 9.30. Where I've been the last week and a half, not outside, not mingling with the public, but being sick. First time I've had this illness in twenty years. Huh. And thoughts from working from home and there's a che- there's a list. So Craig's an employer and there's always that balance of don't come to work, get a get the coworker sick, but don't be a habitual sick man. And there's a there's a list of of labels that are given to you based upon how many days sick you take a year. (laughs) All right. And then at 930, uh, a lot of stuff has happened since I've been on the air, but uh, really the first guy I met at the ticket was Mike Reiner. And some quick stories on my first interaction with him and how it went over the years, and I can't say that anybody's going to be able to beat his exit. His exit was just about perfect. Just about perfect. Save for what Corby said when the video was unveiled before the announcement. Right. So, but other than that, pretty good stuff. So we'll talk, and then we'll mix with, I believe, Country Force <coughs> at 950. A couple things, a couple quick hits since we were gone. And I think you and Edward Lohr talked about this. we got a new handicap system.
0: Yeah, so we've been using it for 10 days now. Um. The one thing I will tell you is very, very. Give them a little credit. It's a little easier to use. If you want to go look up your your buddies to see what their handicaps are to make sure they're being honest, uh-huh. uh huh. You can look them up and say when he says I'm a seven, he goes, No, you're not. You're a five. You can look it up right away. Wow, I'm surprised that took so long to do. You could have done it before, but it was a it was not easy to get through. Now it's just pull up the it's app. Really easy. Like if you want to do a course handicap lookup, and you can say. Uh, add golfers you can take the four players you're playing with and they immediately say okay this is what their handicaps are in that course
2: so have you done that to anybody yet yep and absolutely how sheepish were they when they found out their handicap was about four strokes lower
0: Uh, it's never been four but it's one or two
2: well it matters does your big money games
0: absolutely does and they update immediately
2: interesting and you don't have to play as many rounds i don't think anymore do you
0: Well, they're taking your best 8 out of 20 instead of 10 out of 20, which means that helps the low-handicap guys because they're a little bit lower, more consistent. Uh High-handicap guys makes one good round. It's not diluted by 10 rounds anymore. It's diluted by 8. Okay. So the the better players have a little bit of advantage on that, I have to admit.
2: I think that's when I don't have many resolutions. I don't like them so much for New Year's. I've been a little remiss in keeping my official handicap. I just don't play enough rounds. I need to start doing that. That's going to be one of my yeah, things. Getting you some should. Your, getting some of your games. Yeah. Um, we have to start reviewing private uh, clubs for yeah. March, so i got to do that. I think I'm playing Bentry next week. Lucky you. Yeah. I haven't played in a while, so it'll be interesting to see that. So you give a thumbs up, the handicap system. Well, and, and here's the other thing that they have in there: you can put your scores
0: in on a hole-by-hole basis. Yeah, which would be really cool. I mean, but they haven't got—they haven't done it yet. It's not working. Hmm. So well, a couple. Bucks. They might have launched it a little bit too soon, but I kind of get it. They wanted it done before the first of the year. Yeah. So, um. So yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. Thumbs. Thumb. Not all the way up, but about at a forty-five degree angle. How's
2: that? <laughs> okay. I'll give it that. A Little Craig Millerism. Uh, we had a passing in the world of golf. One of the icons of course design, Pete Dye, passes away at the age of 94.
0: Pete Dye's signature of his golf courses wa- were, they weren't overly long. He never was, But if you were off the green or off the fairway, you were severely penalized.
2: Diabolical this is the way I'll, I describe it. You got the players' uh, stadium course, TPC Sawgrass, you have PGA West. You have uh, Whistling Straits. You have Kewa Island. and there's a million of them. I'm not the there's, hugest designer. There's one longer. here.
0: And Stonebridge. Until Mel- Merido was built, you would have said it was the hardest course in town.
2: Definitely is when the that winds Stonebridge,
0: up. Stonebridge uh, die course. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, people are members there because they know it's the hardest course in town. And I don't, you know what? If Their handicap travels well. It does. And, mm-hmm. and here's the thing if you're, it's not that hard. You just need to keep the ball in the fairway. You really do. If you play that golf course, you just got to keep the ball in the fairway. If you keep the ball in the fairway, you're not going to get killed. But if you're, you're spraying it, man, good luck. And good luck trying to finish in five hours there.
2: Yeah. I always thought the die course was the quintessential scramble format course.
0: Yeah. Well, let's have one guy in the fairway and let's go.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But when you're playing your own ball and it's windy. Yep. Just uh, temper your expectations. Yep. Okay? How about that? You know, he didn't uh, graduate high school, and he didn't graduate college. How about that? He was an insurance salesman and just kind of got into it back in the 50s. And, uh, you know, some sometimes you get those, I didn't really expect to be doing this for a living. Some people are happy about that, and they wind up into something that they they thrive in, and other right. people go, wow, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I hate it. He loved it. And it was a love-hate relationship for the golfers, too, because, again, like you said, when they would play the uh, – when they had have the Q School every year out in Palm Springs and, and the PGA West course was one right. of them, oh, man, <laughs> talk about puckering.
0: Yep, because the rest of them were so easy. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they'd go play that course. It's like, oh, no.
2: Yep. And then finally, um, one thing about golf and golf equipment that I find interesting <clears throat> is if you're a manufacturer, and we've all fallen prey to this, they can really make any claim they want on a piece of equipment, whether it's a ball, whether it's a club, whether it's shoes, whether building you a better stance, whatever it is. And there's no real way to prove it. Because they can always have the out and say, Well, yeah, it's because your swing does this or that your swing does that. You know, I always wondered why when um, when they come out with a the longest driver, quote-unquote. Never say the straightest. Say, no. the, say the longest, and then when I'll watch a pro, use one of those brand-new clubs, and they hit it OB, and it's right. like, so what's going on here? I mean, it's an, it's a very inexact game. But Golf Spy, mygolfspy.com, has made a name for themselves because they are I maybe rightfully called the Consumer Reports of Golf. Because it's really the only non-bias uh, testing for golf equipment. Yeah. And to everybody's point, um, I know Callaway, when they they cut open some Callaway Chrome Softs, and they were off. I yeah. mean, they were off significantly. It was like it was, like it was out of whole, orbit or they something. They
0: did a, a whole ball review, and they kind of said... That the titles Pro-V-1 and the Srixons were the only ones that performed perfectly.
2: And who would have thought that?
0: And that's why I've moved to Srixon. Yeah. That's the official ball of avid golfer.
2: Yeah. I mean, who would who would have seriously thought that um, back in the day? So And so when that happened, Callaway. It's snow, by the way. Yep. Well, a wintry mix.
0: No, that's not a wintry mix. That's full-out snow right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's snow, dude.
2: I guess it is. It's kind yeah. of flaky. It's something. Yeah. It ain't rain. Nope, nope, and, and it ain't hail. So yet.
0: you can't be playing golf to listen to us. Yeah, why not? So say something I, funny.
2: I applaud them. <laughs> Give us time. <laughs> um, I applaud them for doing it, and they're they're, they're it's only a little twelve man outfit, and it's getting to the point now, Greg, where golf manufacturers are asking these guys, "How do I make my product better?"
0: Yeah, you know, I had a. It's awesome. We did that too, and I feel like that. Um, Where do we do that? When we did that when we reviewed the best of public golf courses oh, and yeah, the best yeah. of privates, mm-hmm. and and I'll never forget. They used to get mad at me, really. Maybe even before you were here, but when you first started, mm-hmm. they would get so mad. Why were you reviewed here? I was like, Did you? And you used to always say to them, "Did you visit any other courses that ranked ahead of
2: you?" Yep, that's the first thing no. I always asked.
0: So well, you can't really argue until you go see it.
2: And that my other question was, why not? Don't you kind of want to see what the competition looks like? Yeah. I mean, when you know, we're in the magazine biz, we're in the uh, e-commerce biz and and if there's a new upstart, we want to see what they got.
0: I'll never forget this was 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I decided to go have dinner by myself. My wife's out of town, my family's out of town. I went to Papa Steakhouse, so I was right around the corner mm. from my from my house at the time and right. I sit down and who sits down right next to me or three three seats down is Bob.
2: Meh. Nah. What the hell are
0: you doing here? I like steak. Yep. Got to see what else everybody else is serving.
2: You know like what? Really? Yeah. You yep. don't want to run a business when you keep with your head in the sand. It because you're going to get what you get for being either ignorant or um, just too high and mighty to think yep. that anybody else can best you in anything. Yep. So yeah, I'm all for that. So I applaud these guys, and uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how they make their money.
0: Yeah, I didn't look at their site to see if they've got any ads on there, but, um,
2: but I'm not they, sure because you and I we're all about you know how's it gonna how's it gonna add to the bottom line, and I'm not sure, but i I do know this they are becoming the go-to when it comes to uh, things they want, so uh, or things they're testing and and giving people ideas. They have their editors' choice awards. They have. Uh, um, biggest driver test ever they do the balls they do the shoes they I mean they do everything and I like it because this should keep people in the industry honest should because yeah. in this day and age if you're if you're found out to be a fraud or you're really pushing the envelope as far as what's provable and what isn't they've, they've got
0: worked. they've got a couple ads on the bottom of their site okay but you got to scroll down. I'm not sure how many how many uh, clicks they're getting through on this I don't stuff.
2: know either. I don't know either, but it's it's cool. I look at it if I'm looking for new sticks. Now, you have to be careful because not every club is going to be great for you personally.
0: I right, look at this on the bottom. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. 522,000 monthly readers. 53,000 Facebook fans. Mm-hmm. 64,000 Twitter followers. 45 million golfers served zero ad dollars.
2: Hmm. So maybe somebody's kind of fronting them.
0: I don't know because consumer report thing to advertise. Well, think about it. See,
2: Consumer Reports doesn't advertise,
0: and they're right here. They say reach over eight million golfers. Hmm. They allow small, medium-sized golf companies to improve tracker forms to advertise. Hmm. They don't let the big guys
2: do it. Well, that's they allow
0: zero advertising dollars from any of the major golf manufacturers.
2: Well, if you're going to be unbiased, that's what. that's so I'm what looking, Consumer Reports I'm does. Looking
0: Tour Edge has an ad all over the place, oh, yeah. so I guess you got to be
2: got to be s- second, third s- tier,
0: smaller than it, it, you know. You can be as big as Tour Edge. It's not small. They don't do very well in Texas, but where they are you know, based out of Chicago, they're very Adams Golf ish. hmm
2: you so
0: know, if we were Adams Golf, did very very well, but they did particularly well in Texas because they were here.
2: So if we were, if we yeah, if we were a uh, a consultant, not that I like using that term, um. I'd have to think about what would be the perfect uh, sponsor. Probably cars. Something that's outside, because well, yeah, it's, it's a great demographic. Travel. That's we travel and that. So yeah. Anyway, all right, that was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com and Jeff Levine. You can get their Players' Prime program. You can get free range balls. You get half-off uh, uh, rounds of golf. And you get a free Crush Burger. So check it all out at ArcusGolf.com. All right, up next, we've got a leaderboard, got a sponsor, and a new guy we're following on the tour. Next on the ticket. Bob's Steak and Chop House, the original on Lemon, brings you this segment. He is now sponsoring the this leaderboard at 830. His son, Mark Sambl, is wearing a Bob's Steak, uh, Bob Steak and Chop House hat. Yep He's caddying for Scott Harrington Who made the cut this
0: week He had caddied for Kevin Tway for about four years Yeah And uh, got a win with Kevin Tway mm-hmm. And just moved to Scott Harrington Scott Harrington He's a good run He's a As Mark would say Is a really really hard worker mm-hmm. He's going to outwork everybody Good That's what she so, does And a here's caddy. the thing I'll tell you this Go to Bob's Original Bob's in Yep In Lemon Bob is always there Yep you want to you want to ask him? He talks to Mark every day about what's going on. Want to know why Jordan missed this week? You want to know anything? Mm-hmm. When Bob says, "Hey, how's everything going?" Just say, "Hey." More hey, importantly,
2: guys. you can talk to him directly, and he'll help you out with any private parties. You know, he's the patriarch at that place, and he's always available. Yeah. So check it out. It's I'd bo- still wear him out about golf. Bob Steak and Chop House on Lemon, the original. All right, eight fifty. More cheat gate. Patrick Reed brought somebody else on board to stoke the fires, but I think there's a way for if I'm his PR company or I'm a I'm a marketing consultant, I think there's a way he can make this thing all work. We'll talk Man, about that no. at eight fifty, and then at nine ten, what uh, what happened to me for the first time in twenty years? And uh, Craig and I will both. Craig's a little under the weather today. I t- I tweeted your your tower of napkins at the beginning of the show i'm going to see how far it goes down by the here's end. the
0: thing and i said this to you if you ever have a sniff or you have a, you, never let anybody else have to touch your snot rags mark i'm serious yeah, that's so. words to live by i'm serious I, I mean if you're just find a way to just to get rid of it yourself
2: i agree that's being a flawed guy at the very worst put it in your pocket yeah. Just get it off the table and anything else. All right, so we got a leaderboard. Last week was the Century Tournament of Champions. I don't know if you watch any of this. I watched some. I did. Those playoff, the last two or three holes was the biggest train wreck I'd ever seen <laughs> from really good golfers. I mean, Patrick Reed, Xander uh, J- uh, uh Justin Thomas. I mean, Jesus, these guys are making some ridiculously poor shots. Do
0: you think that Scream, Cheater... By the fan, that uh, Patrick Reed ha- that happened right when Patrick Reed was hitting. You think that affected him at all?
2: No, because it did happen after he hit it. Yeah, I, I went back and looked at it two or three times. But that's
0: the one we heard. Yeah. How many times did they say before that?
2: I don't know. I was gonna know. Uh, Justin Thomas won that, and he he was struggling coming in, and uh, he missed the cut this week. He did. And so did Patrick Reed. He did. And so did the defending champion Matt Kuchar. He did. So, real quick. I, we haven't been able to post a video f- for our fantasy picks, our DraftKings fantasy picks, for a couple weeks because I've been out. And uh, so we make our picks, and I look at our contest leaderboard, and I scroll down, and I see this is a $5 game. Right. We
0: we each take, we spend 10 bucks a week each of us.
2: Yep, and I scroll down, and I went, second place. Seventeen thousand five hundred dollars was what we were going to win. This is about midway All through right. the round. And then yesterday.
0: I texted you. I didn't.
2: I don't. You didn't get it quack enough. Quack enough. Quack enough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get it quack enough. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: uh, you were not first.
2: Yeah. And that would have been fifty grand. Fifty grand. And I, I knew it wasn't going to last. But I had four or five guys up there. I had yep. Mark Morkow, I had Leishman. I had uh, Swafford. I had Sabatini. I had, I don't know, I had another guy, too. So, anyway, and that quickly went downhill. But I was thinking the whole time, how crazy would it be if we were in that position come Sunday afternoon? How much would we be going at bonkers? It
0: happened to me once in in basketball. Uh-huh. And I'm watching, and I had Gordon Haywood, I he was playing for Utah, and the game was kind of out of hand. And I was like, all I need for him to do is is do something. And whoever was right. first or second or whatever had some other guy, on the, and mm-hmm. it, I just remember, if, and they put him in, in the last couple of minutes. Right, and he gets it. First thing he does, he gets a turnover, and I moved from first to seven. So what was
2: first? First was ten grand. Okay, well that's five fig.
0: I'll take it, and uh, I wound up winning six hundred dollars. But it was I was on my edge.
2: Anyway, we're not looking so good now, but for you that get, moment, not
0: bad. You we're winning twenty four bucks.
2: Well, it ain't seventeen thousand five hundred. Because no. when you tw- when you uh, sent me the screenshot, you go, I think this is better, and I'm thinking, how's this better? We were seventeen thousand five hundred. You have you have us at like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it was at fifty grand. Yeah. Anyway, Brendan Steele is tied for the lead with Cameron Davis, the Aussie. They were both at 600, very windy conditions. I don't know uh, how much you caught of this. I caught a lot since I was home working. Yep. And I was amazed how well these guys played in that wind. Yep. I mean, yeah, they they, if they made any mistakes, it was usually hitting short. The gust yep. of wind would knock it down to it. But I couldn't believe how many shots were hit whole high. And that wind was, I mean, that flagstick was like 45 degrees. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, that's why these guys are as good as they are. Just incredible. Uh, Keegan Bradley is 5-under. Russell Knox also 5-under. Ryan Palmer, that's another guy I picked. He's 5-under. Um, then you go down to a gentleman that I might have a new crush on. Colin Morikawa. He's from uh, Stanford? Cal. No, he's from, from Cal. Cal. Okay, from, I
0: think I'm pretty sure he's from Cal.
2: Anyway, he has not missed a cut since he got on tour. And he, Cal Berkeley. Yeah, Cal. There you go, Cal. That guy is money, and he doesn't. You know, he hits the ball pretty good, but he's got a great swing. Seems to have a great outlook, and that's a guy of all the the big three. The, the Matthew Wolf. The um, who's the other guy? Victor. Victor Hovland. Yeah, we
0: haven't seen him yet this year. No. Actually, he played. I think he might have played champions. League.
2: But uh, but that's he hasn't won yet. I don't think. And
0: then we haven't yeah. seen it yet.
2: So this is the guy I like. He seems to have the, the the headiest game. The other two will just bludge in a golf course. But he seems to be really surgical as far as he gets around the course. And if he had enough rounds in, he'd be leading li- leading in just about every statistical category.
0: By the way, <clears throat> if you want to know why. Matt Kuchar, Sung Kang, Aaron Wise didn't make the cut. Hmm. You know the new change of it's no longer top 70 in ties.
2: No, no more MDFs. And so
0: well, no, so so those guys, if it was top 70 in ties, would have made it. Yep. There was 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, about 10 guys, no more, 12 guys who uh, were plus 2. If it was top 70 in ties, they
2: would have made it. You know what? I like it. Because I don't want a bunch of extra golfers hanging around on Saturday. You make the cut. You make the cut. Again, it's not. If it was my livelihood, yeah, I might think differently. Right. But everybody's under the <coughs> same constraints. Just play better. Yep. You got to put in You got to put a cut line somewhere. And if you keep on inching this thing out, and I think, and if if all that we're trying to do, one of the greatest mantras going for golf right now is trying to speed up the game. Yeah. Less golfers is typically better.
0: By the way, if they show Alex Norin one more time and say, "You got to watch him because it's a Ryder Cup year," <laughs> dear Lord, yeah, it is January and it's Alex freaking Norin. I know, I know, I know.
2: But uh, let's see anybody else that we know. Pat Perez made the cut. Jimmy Walker made the cut. Carlos Ortiz made the cut.
0: By the way, if you if you're <laughs> Cameron Davis, mm-hmm. his first year on tour. He uh, Aussie, big Aussie, like six four, six five. Yeah, you'll
2: get you'll get him confused. Not you personally, but with Cameron Smith.
0: And um, never had a top ten, mm-hmm. on the B J Tour. Had one victory on the Corn Ferry. Had one victory internationally. There's no way you'd have picked him, in DraftKings.
2: Probably not. No I mean, way. I, here's the thing: I always look at when I'm because it, it's really golf roulette. It. You know what? You Very rarely do you have a – again, it depends on how much money you have because right. you have to pick within fifty grand, and they all give it a value. And, so you can't load up at the top. I, I, I was thinking the other day when I was staring at the 17500 <laughs> We We were not even going to come close to winning. Is if could you, could you make a team that would guarantee be the worst every week? Uh, I say yeah, no.
0: Absolutely. I say no. no. You absolutely could. Because all you got to do is miss the cut. All, five, all six guys miss the cut. Well, I'm you telling you're going to have an outlier.
2: You pick Robert Allaby. You pick Smiley Kaufman. I'm saying you're going to have haven't an
0: outlier. Made a cuff, uh, they haven't made a cut in two years. Okay, but
2: I'm saying is you're going up against, there might be fifteen 000 to 30,000 other participants, right? Somebody is going to pick better than you as the worst. And I always thought if you pick the worst team, you got your money back. But I don't think that could work. I don't know. I, I was just It was just one of those things in my half-brain fog. I was thinking, you, you okay, know how we tricked this one up. You
0: know, you pick the, th- the three sponsors' exemptions that are old guys.
2: Yeah, that's true. Jerry
0: Kelly was in this week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you could you could Beau Van Pelts in this week, you pick him,
2: you know. Well, and, this is that time of year I like it because it's uh, primetime golf. Yes. Because they're, they're five hours ahead of us, behind us, behind five us. hours behind us. And when you're looking at the the snowy mix outside, and you're looking at I don't know 75, 85 degree weather out there yep. with some breeze, you guys kind of wow. These guys got it made, man. This is this is pretty cool. Yep, pretty cool. So this will be the uh, this is the first this is the second one of the year. We've already had the fall series, but uh, they're playing the Corn Ferry in the Bahamas this week. It starts tomorrow. Interestingly enough. I believe Conrad Schindler's in it. How about that? Yeah, so we'll be watching guys and that we know and and love, and we'll root them on so they can be on the tour, and then we can sponsor them. I uh, know. Wear a hat. He does chew our gum. He does chew our gum. Yeah. Go play with CBD.com. All right, there you go. So the leaderboard update, and that was brought to you by the greatness of the Texas Junior Golf Tour. I miss those guys. I haven't seen them lately. I haven't seen Travis. I've been out of the office. I've been out of pocket.
0: We have. I don't know if I recognize a, anybody anymore. The schedule for first quarter is off the charts good. Nice. Just going to tell you right now, you want to play, you want to get some some good exposure. By right. the way, I was at uh, I ran the Phoenix event. Yeah. For Rocky Mountain Tour. Yeah. Couldn't believe how many college coaches were out there. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, you want to get wanna... you want to get seen.
2: See and be seen, baby. All right. Up next, as we broadcast from Crest Cars out in Frisco today. By the way, you probably get a smoking deal because it's cold outside, and uh, salespeople will be more than willing to offer you the greatest yeah. deal ever. Really pretty sweet. Up next, Cheat Gay, Patrick Reed, an attorney. But is it good for golf? Maybe? We'll talk about that next.
1: Leaderboard brought to you by TexasCarsForKids.org. Nice. All right,
2: 9 o'clock on the ticket. Good Saturday morning to you, January 11th. 2020, brand new year for the T-Box. Craig Rosengarten, I'm Rick uh, Barnett. got Kern out your engineering back at the station. Jay King running the board. And uh, Russell Scott doing tickers twice an hour. Big hour here, as we'll get into uh, Patrick Reed here in a second. 9:10, something that happened to me for the first time in 20 years. And at 9:30, everybody else has been giving their. Their bon voyages to one Mike Reiner, and uh, I guess you could say I'm still a day one. I started on day one. I'm not there full time, but I'm. But I started on day one, and so I had some interesting interactions with him over the years. And uh, well I wish him the best. And we'll mix with uh, Country Force, but first, so Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed has an interesting background. Continually following him, whether it was in college, whether it was in Pros,
0: You know, those guys from Georgia will not talk to him. No. They have no interest in him at all. And it was interesting. There, it's about, It affects about ten guys on tour because where he was, that Georgia team was so deep. There's ten guys. Four of them graduated after his freshman year. Mm-hmm. And he was a sophomore. There were five more guys who were all PGA Tour players mm-hmm. or close, mm-hmm. back and forth. They won't talk to him.
2: I think for some reason... I can't swear why they would do this, but they they uh, paired Kistner and Breed in the Century Tournament champions. Thought that was interesting.
0: Oh, that just came... that. I think that would. Oh, was
2: that the Sony? I can't remember. It was one of those things. Again, I'm I'm not 100 percent back. Kistner's
0: been more vocal than anybody.
2: I know, and I that's I was thinking why would Aside the tour from do guys
0: that? on the European tour?
2: Yeah, those guys have been
0: who raped him. By the way. Ooh. Oh, I should have said that. Yeah. But, but, um, I mean, trashed him pretty bad. By the
2: way, so I started back the blog this week, brought it back from the dead, including me. And, uh, and there was a really good article about, uh, now they have an undercover caddy. Yeah. And so they asked him about cheating. And he says, by and large, most of the tour players are pretty good. They're, most of it's done out of sure ignorance or, right. or um, or carelessness, they're not purposely going out to try and Billy Playfair or something. Right. He says, except for one international player. He says he is the worst at everything. wonder who that is. I don't know. I don't know. I remember, I don't know. It's an, it's now, it's an international. It. One of our not friends
0: a, has to know that. Not Paul. a
2: European player. Hey, Paul? I wonder if Paul's still in the, as locked in uh, as he used to be. I don't know. We'll have to do some figuring. Maybe we'll have to ask our undercover caddy and see what uh, – Oh, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting because it wasn't wasn't European. It was international unless they were grouping them all together. Uh, anyway, you go to myavidgolfer.com, check it out. Anyway, so anyway, Patrick Reed, he's had – besides the fact he's a hell of a golfer. Yeah, can't I, take that from him. I mean, he – And it's amazing. It's kind of like when you
0: see all these crooked guys who get – Get blasted for and go to jail for things mm-hmm. they did for white crimes. Yeah, they, they're such bright guys. If they would have just been honest, the right thing, they still would have been real successful, mm-hmm. right? Kind of same thing. He doesn't need to cheat. How many times did he Monday qualify that one year? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve times. is unheard. We brought, of. we brought that up last week with Ed. Ed's like, man, I gotta respect the guy. He Monday qualified twelve times. He says, I've been there. To qu- Monday qualify once. To just Monday sniff qualify the... once.
2: Yes. Somebody's got to shoot it below 64 to get in one of the top Yeah. Three. and he did it 12 times. Yeah. So, if 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 my life depends on something, and it's maybe a team format, except for the Presidents' Cup, he kind of didn't do so well there. Except for in the singles, right? Did really good in the singles. He's a guy you look at if you're looking at winning at all cost. Don't care, right? Like you, you won't pick him on DraftKings. I will not see, and I'm I'm more about the winning part because if he's playing. Am I going to turn down 175? All right, so so would you have turned down 175 if I had picked Patrick Reed? Yeah, <laughs> no, but otherwise? I'm not going to pick him. My own But you'll take the money. Yeah, damn right I will. Okay, well, it's got to be one or the other. You can't be that choosy. So
0: here's the thing. As we're here talking about him, yep. And we'll say we'll bring up what happened. Do we need to be careful with what we say?
2: Well, it would seem so because he is a retained attorney, Peter Ginsburg. From the Law Partnership in New York of Sullivan and Worcester. Now, if you remember this name, it's because he, in the past, represented Ray Rice, Vijay Singh, who pretty much bent the tour over. Yep. He really did. Now, Ray Rice is, you never see him play again. Uh-uh. And Hank Haney, was Hank Haney the one, was he that, uh, Hank's attorney... When he was going to go after, um,
0: no, when he sued the PJ Tour recently.
2: Yeah, 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 for for uh, right. pressuring XM right. to throw him off the show right. and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. So right now he's one for two. All right, so I got to ask you this: mm-hmm.
0: speculation. Okay, who called whom? Did 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 Patrick Reed call his agent and say, "Man, I'm tired of this stuff. Get that get that attorney who can fix everything." Or did Ginsburg kind of say, "You know what? I'll take
2: that case." Yeah, this smells like a case that, that I. That smells I could, like
0: something I can take right now. I'd love to sue everybody. I'll call somebody, call Patrick Reed's agent and get him. Get makes over. me wonder.
2: I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be totally surprised if it was his wife. Oh yeah. You know, he's got a he's got a very estranged family situation where once he um, uh, got serious with his wife, he pretty much she pretty much ostracized him from his family.
0: I mean, here's the other thing. <clears throat> Calling somebody a cheater, mm-hmm. I guess. If you, especially the way the PGA Tour ruled against it, I guess is slander at some some level. But here's the thing: the video showed a blatant <laughs> break of the rules. Yep,
2: it did. Now remember, so he was right in a waste again, area. That's a fact. It was in a, he so wasn't.
0: He can't sue me.
2: No, he was in a waste area at the Hero Tiger's tournament, and you can grind your club in a waste area. You just can't brush can't move the sand yeah. back to give yourself a better lie, because there was right. a ridge right in front of the ball. And that, would, that would be problematic. And But he was he was adamant that he did not cheat. He says, oh, bad. It was a bad uh, uh, camera angle, and God knows whatever. It but he a, took
0: the penalty. It was a blatant break of the rules.
2: So, um... I don't know how you don't pull
0: a club back and not know that you're moving sand.
2: Twice. Twice. He did it twice. Um... So what this, what this attorney did is he went after Brandel Chambly with a cease and desist letter. You cannot call my client a cheat. So as Chambly says, My first reaction was that someone was so pissed at Patrick Reed that they went back and watched all the things I said about him when he won the Masters and was demanding I cease and desist saying nice things. As I read further and got to the sentence that the tape fully supported him, I wondered, how did Patrick Reed find the only lawyer in the world who didn't play golf? (laughs) So, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Maybe nowhere, you know. But my thought is, golf needs a heel.
0: Well, here's the other thing. you're into wrestling, pro wrestling. This is an interesting. Somebody you love to hate. Here's an interesting part of that. (coughs) So... If Brandel Shabalee says, "Okay, I caught him cheer or whatever," and it was a blatant. Again, I can't stop, but emphasize it was a blatant breaking of the rules. Mm-hmm. So the, the the Golf Channel looks at him and says, "Stop, we don't need a lawsuit." Or if he's suing Brandel personally, see, yeah, I was like, "Well, I'm just not going to say anything. I don't want to get sued." Or does Golf Channel say, "Look, we'll defend you. Whatever happens, we're NBC Universal." You know, if you think he cheated, keep saying it. Well, we'll and we'll we'll cover the ramifications because it brings attention to us.
2: Yes, I'll also say that it's a it's a tough sort. Okay, so um, if you have a big client that let's you say is the majority of your revenue, you got to be careful what you say and what you do, right? Right. At least that's be the smart thing to do. Right. The PGA Tour is the biggest client the PGA uh, the Golf Channel has. And if they put some some ramifications onto Brando Chambly or whatever, now you're now you're playing that that that, that delicate balance on what's good for attention yeah, versus what's going to get us hey, out of
0: water. He's not doing it. Well. V. J.
2: Singh, V. J. Singh bent that tour over. He yeah. got everything he wanted. Yeah, because they accused him of taking deer antler spray, and
0: uh, never pa- never failed a drug test.
2: Ah, uh, not only that, he says okay. You can take me to court. Let's just open up some documents and see who else was found taking illegal PEDs that you didn't report. Yep. I guarantee you have them. And that's when they turtled and said, okay, BJ, whatever you want. So Ginsburg's got something. He knows something. I just think um, the the reason I bring up uh, Patrick Reed being a heel, he embraces that role. I've never seen a, a tour player be that brazen, whether he's doing the shoveling, Act like he did to the President's Cup, yeah. you know, or he's telling people to shush or he's um, – when somebody yelled, cheated, he just, you know, he, he doesn't care. And I guess maybe he would care if Nike pulled out. Yeah. You know, maybe his biggest sponsor, yeah. I would imagine. But even Nike. So if you – the the reason uh, Patrick Reed is, is such a downer right now is he doesn't acknowledge anything. He never acknowledged he cheated. He took the two-stroke penalty, but he never acknowledged he did anything no. wrong. So he perpetuated that story. So do you think
0: that, like I wondered why the PGA Tour didn't do anything more. Mm-hmm. And do you think it's because they really believe that it was honest that he took the penalty? Or that it wasn't the PGA Tour sanctioned event?
2: Well, it was something because it got world uh, ranking points. But it wasn't a PGA Tour event. Yeah, I don't know. That's where things get a little hazy. Yeah, so maybe you, they, didn't a have a jurisdic-
0: they didn't have a jurisdiction to do anything, really. I guess. And that's where maybe Patrick Reed got his attorney and says, well, we're going to suspend you. He's like, you can't. I did s- whatever you think that is, it happened not on your tour.
2: Uh, I swear, remember Slugger White? Yeah, he was there. He was there, and he yeah. ruled on it. Yeah. So I'm thinking he's part of the PGA Tour. It doesn't matter. He They could have used PGA Tour officials, but it's uh, not a PGA Tour event. Okay, okay, fair enough. Anyway. So I wonder,
0: because uh, what's his name? Uh, Monty had said, I like, consider the case closed. Yeah, the commissioner. And
2: I'm thinking, really? Really? Yeah, well, he didn't get away with it. He did He did get the two-stroke penalty. He wound up costing him the tournament. Yeah. He lost by two shots. So maybe just desserts. But I think if he embraced this bad boy routine uh, for golfers, I think you might find, he, he'll he find, he'll get the Bubba element. Because I don't watch pro wrestling, but I know the guys that do, they love the heels. The guys you love to hate. Yeah, baby. So who knows? I don't know. It's all marketing anyway. Oh, that was brought to you by Old American and The Tribute. Well, right here in the colony. Real close by. Real close by. In fact, yeah. keep yours listening for The Tribute. Maybe coming soon. Hey, now. All right. Up next at 9.13, if you broadcast from Crest Cars. In Frisco Something that happened to me For the first time in 20 years And I got stats Talk about that next on The Ticket Well We were just served By the man himself Mike Broson, Out here at Crest Cars Lovely looking uh, Looks like a Egg a, and bacon No and uh, corned beef Corned ooh, on a bagel. cheese Wow, out of here crest cars i'll be devouring that in the next break thanks to mike everybody out here at crest cars the weather oh boy the weather going to change or is it going to be like this for the rest of time allegedly it's going to be warming up by tomorrow right now it's a wintry mix 31 degrees the high today not much golf in the forecast 44 with a real feel. Always look at the real feel, folks. See what the wind chill is. 39. I don't think any is even a golf course open today. Would there be one open? Well, my our sirens went off last. So day. did ours. Nothing. Boy, you want to talk about when guys get the weather chubby? Just just anytime there's a little bit of Armageddon going on, turn on any weather forecast. That's what those guys live for. Oh, or just Armageddon the
0: major, major networks. Yes. And, you know, oh, my goodness. Because they're all, they're all going 100%, 24-7. Here's what's happening with the weather.
2: And all I see is these great big radar forecasts and everything, these big splashes of red and rotation and everything. And, and the sad part is it was at night, so you couldn't see anything outside. And, you
0: know the other downside? Hmm. I watch my news in the morning. Yes. And I watch the weather guys in the morning. I can't remember the guy Channel 5 I watch, but I watch him, and I watch mm-hmm. Evan Andrews on the Fox. Right. And um, – and when it's when the storms happen now, I don't get to see those guys. I don't feel like they're like my guys aren't doing
2: it. I know. How about this for a Heckle and Jekyll weather forecast for the week? Forty-four today, fifty-eight tomorrow, sixty-two Monday, seventy-one Tuesday, seventy-two Wednesday, forty-eight Thursday, uh, fifty-six and fifty-seven, and then it's going to be in the fifties all next week. So play them if you got them. Uh, At least uh, starting uh, tomorrow, I think 58 is doable, as long as the wind chill isn't too crazy.
0: 58, if it's a south wind.
2: It's my new mantra. You know, I won't play unless the weather is higher than my age.
0: Am I wrong, guys?
2: Which would be growing larger soon. (laughs) All right. So, speaking. Your
0: birthday this month. Yeah. Birthday
2: month. Speaking of that, so I've been so I've been at the ticket since '94 worked there full-time since yeah, 95, 96 and then left there full-time in 2000? 2002. 2002. And during that time we used to get flu shots every year. And it was a public service announcement somebody from the local uh, you know, medical staff or whatever come up and we'd get it and we tell everybody you need to do this and, and it'll prevent you from getting whatever. Since I left there, I have not had a flu shot. so literally 20 years, really since I started at the magazine. Yeah. Full time. And so, uh, usually I get my year-end crud. It's a, just a, an accumulation of just, it's been a long year. I hardly ever take any sick days, if at all. Usually you and I have been pretty good with yep. that. By the way, Moose,
0: our buddy Moose. Yes. Just said it was Grant Johnston I listened to on Channel 5. Oh, okay. 5. Yes, very good. That is correct. Okay,
2: very good. So so uh so I'm really run down and I'm just not feeling it and I'm and it was the day after the Winter Classic. I went to the outdoor hockey. Event. Yeah. Enjoyed the hell out of it by the way. But the next day I was just I was a mess. And so okay, usually again, 24-hour cred, I'll just ride it through. Get right. get every over-the-counter medication what possible I've got right now. Dayquil, I mean, Nyquil, yeah. everything. Nyquil's still the, the, tell you the go-to. The, the best one though. Hmm. And I've got this confirmed, Mucinex. I use Mucinex. I don't.
0: We'll go we'll get some right after the show. Yeah,
2: you get the 12-hour kind, the tablets. Or yeah. you can get the drink, you know, whichever one. Um, so anyway, so I said, I'm going to go to the doctor. And I haven't had, believe it or not, I don't have a personal care physician. What the hell, dude? Because I just go to care now. I just go right down to you. And they're really good. And you can you can make an appointment online, and you go in whenever you And they just give me everything I need, and they'll do all the tests, and they're really good. Anyway, that's an aside. Because I know you keep on telling me go get a concierge a doctor. Doc-
0: well, you just need somebody. Well, you I, need a guy. I have guy. somebody. Anyway. You don't. You have a
2: place. The place is good. No. I'm on file. <laughs> anyway, so, so as they're g- going through the different things, how's your how's your head? How's your sniffles? Do you have any fever? No, 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 and no. I'm just as dragged out as possible. Somebody just hit me over the head with a hammer. They said, well, you want to get a flu test? And I said, mm, "So what's the flu test? Well, they stick these cotton swabs and we stick them up your nasal cavity." I said, "Wow, that sounds egregious." It's like that sounds like it hurts. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, I don't know." She goes, "Well, let me know. I got to run these other tests for you." And then I thought about it. my mom's in assisted living, so if I want to go visit her, I can't be that cavalier right. and say, "I'm not a doctor. I only play one on TV or the radio." So. I said, you know what? Why don't you give me that test? And by the way, it's not as bad as you think. It kind of tickles the very beginning of your nasal cavity. Right. And then she comes back and she goes, guess what? You have the flu. You oh. have influenza type A, most common. I said, so what are you going to give me? Well, I'll give you the antibiotics. I'll give you some uh, antibiotics. The guess... uh, flu? Well, because I had a, an infection, too. Because okay. I had a respiratory. Because okay. that's what influenza A is. It's you know, You're coughing up the green crap and on you. So, um, so I got that, and it also gave me a steroid shot, which I thought was really interesting.
0: Give you Tamiflu or the new one that they have out? Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, you know, get rid of flu. Yes. or whatever it's called. Get rid of flu. <laughs> yes.
2: So I'm, I go home, and it's the first time I've had the flu in 20 years. And the first thing I think, and I am knocked out. I, it's like I said, no fever, no really aches and pains. I just couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, and. One of the things that um, you're real good about is if you're sick, you say, don't come in. Don't be a hero. It used to be back in the day you had to do your FaceTime. You have to show everybody you're sick. Yeah. So then you can go home, but with your boss's blessing. I just assume when people are sick at our office and they, they're they fighting through something, I just assume have them go home, too. Because In our day and age, we can do I can do my job from home. Yeah. Almost 100%. Almost. I just can't read proofs or anything out of the magazine. So as Wait, I'm, it's really
0: snowing right now. Yep. Yeah.
2: So yeah. as I'm lying there, trying that to get better and taking my taking my fluids and and everything else, I figured, well, at one point I'm going to be back on the air. It's been a couple of weeks, so I did some uh, uh, research on the internet. All right, George, how about that? So this is what I found out. Care to guess? The percentage of workers who took zero sick days last year? 35%. A little high. 20%. Huh. Okay. How many don't take all their vacation days? 35%. <laughs> 54%. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Part of the reason is third of all employees are subcontract freelancers with no paid leave. And the fact you can telecommute from your job more often yeah. than, than not, right? So they talked to a bunch of HR people, and they came up with this. What was that? Little bloop bloop. Oh. Um, they had, came up with a template of the most uh, serious HR people. Like, if you're not here at work, you're stealing our money. Yeah. You're staying home, right? So here's the template. If you take zero to two days off a year for being sick, you are, quote, the model employee. All right. If you take three to four days, that's reasonable. Five to eight days, not ideal, but acceptable. Now, this depends on what it is, too. If you've got the sniffles or you go, oh, my arm. Nine to 12 days, the company has hired an employee with poor health. I don't know if I that liar. far. Would. Yeah. 13 to 18 days. A repeat offender. They're just habitually, they don't. 19 to 30 days. This survey says they do not deserve an, a year-end bonus. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Because if you're performance-oriented or results-oriented, you can get everything done. Ross Perot used to make his quota at IBM and. In January.
0: Well, I, I think it's bad to generalize, too. If,
2: you yeah, I agreed.
0: If you ever missed work the last three years and this year you missed a month because you got really, really sick.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. And, again, you're protecting your coworkers. If you are sick and you are contagious, it makes no sense to right. go there and show FaceTime just to just to show everybody you're sick and you can go right back home again. I never did understand that. But that was old school. Then finally, if you take more than 30 days off a year. You should be fired. They are like thieves. <laughs> They steal the credit of other employees who do show up to work every day. Yeah. So let me see how, so how. many days have I taken. So I, I usually take off between Christmas and New Year's. Right. Well, anyway. That's vacation day. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't even know. I don't. I don't take that many vacation days. at table. Nobody
0: abuses it, so I don't even have a policy.
3: Yeah,
2: I would agree with that. You treat so, everybody with uh, if everybody, as a mature if adult.
0: Somebody started to a, abuse it. And somebody started taking you know five weeks a year off or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Then I'd say, hey. <laughs> I'd probably have to put a policy in place for everybody.
2: Yeah, I agree. But I know, agree. Yeah, again, I, if you get the results done, you can do it by telecommuting. I get that. I do. It's it's it, it's a totally different paradigm these days in the workforce. And um so so there you go, but getting the flu sucks. So this day forward, I will getting I'll be getting a flu shot every year. Yeah. I didn't want to. It was a good run. Yeah. It's Kinda of like Junior Miller when he said, "You know, I hadn't, he had vomited in like I don't know, twenty years. I finally did. I
0: went thirty-five years before I and, yeah. and then I, two years ago when I had the flu. It was yeah, like, whoa! I don't know what I had, but I had, I had something that most people would die from.
2: I do know this. I Barely lived. I do know this. Working from home is is a two edged sword because you do do, you do need to get better. You don't want to uh, expose your coworkers, right? But man, if you're not working, you better be on your deathbed asleep. Yeah. Because there is nothing to do at home. <laughs> There's nothing. Because you're not strong. You're not going to go mow the lawn. You're not going to go, you know, paint a fence. It's like know.
0: our good buddy, our good buddy who uh, is a veterinarian. Yeah. Told me he's selling his practice. Mark. Yeah. And I, I said, what are you going to do? He goes, I don't know. But the last two weeks, I kind of spent some time at home. I ain't not working. Yeah. I said, I said, yeah. I don't know how what people do.
2: There's nothing on TV. Well, now they're streaming. Back in the day when you just had game shows to watch. By the way, I caught up on uh, on all the Jeopardy! Uh, game of Champions. I've watched them all, too. Interesting. They're so flippin' smart. I don't know half the answers. I didn't Like, how do they know?
0: It's not like a normal Jeopardy! Yep. where you go, oh, yeah, I guess I do that. Or, you know, you know half of them. Their answer answering questions is like, how do they even know this? They're not
2: even flippin' smart. They got... They got a big twinge of arrogance, which I kind of like, and I yeah. kind of root against it. Yeah, I like the James Holzhauer, He's, it's almost like he's a social misfit. He's almost on the spectrum. He's kind of like—I don't want to say autistic, but he's got something yeah, he's going on there, a, right? He's on the spectrum. You and know? then the other guy, Brad, until the last game, he boy, he was getting thumped. Yeah, and he'd never lost a, a game. Yeah, never. But he's not the other two's kid no. category at all. But even when they gave the answer, I didn't even know what the hell the answer. I never I heard know. of That's
0: it. what I'm saying. They, 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 they took. They took those questions to a new level. It was like, like try ass I, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you suck.
2: But uh, I guess they're going to have a follow-up, because you have to put best out of three. Uh, James... Ken Jennings
0: is 1-2, and James is 1-1. One, one. And you've got to put best they,
2: out of three, so they'll keep playing. Yeah. They'll go best of seven if they have to. But it is killing of, in the ratings. Best of nine. If the other guy wins, too. Yeah, two. that's true. But it's... Um, it is killing in the ratings. Killing. It's is it? like 15 million a night, I, which is I'm crazy in, for... Yeah, I'm Me in. too. Me too. And Alex Gerbeck, God love him. Yeah, I know he's playing with pain and everything. He's got pancreatic cancer stage four. And, uh, yeah, they're propping him up with some. some yeah, he looks great. He looks he great. Lo- he looks, sounds great. But I know how old, how
0: old is he. He's got to be late 70s. Yeah, uh-huh, 74. He looks so good.
2: Yeah, well, all things considered.
0: By the way, there's a really good show on Netflix, movie or whatever, about all the way the game show started. And he's the host of it. Okay. Kind of fun to watch. And they interview with Martindale and all the guys.
2: Gene Rayburn. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah. It's
0: very funny. All right. Very, it's like our childhood.
2: Remember who Bill Cullen was? Yeah. Password, Bill. right? Password, yeah. Yep. All right, here we go. It is a 935.
0: No, Alan Funt was Password.
2: Alan Funt was Password, but Bill Cullen also, I think, did it. And then he did it. I don't know. They all rotated. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he was married to Betty White. That's Alan, right. Alan Funt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 934 on the ticket. Up next... Um, everybody's kind of given a little soiree, a little goodbye to Mike Reiner. Uh, I kind of started there on day one as a part-timer. And I got a couple notes I'm going to pass along about my interaction with him as well. We'll talk about that next on the ticket. 940 on the ticket. t box. Craig, Rick, Kern, back of the station, Jay, Russell. We're at Crest uh, Cars in Frisco, the Crest Infinity side. Snowing outside, blowing kind of sideways. Yeah. yeah, still snowing. Can't tell if it's sticking or not. It Doesn't look like it.
0: It's on the cars. I can see it on the windshield. Yeah, watch the cars. bridges.
2: Watch the bridges that you're driving around today.
0: I wonder if anybody's playing golf today.
2: <clears throat> think it may be a top golf today. Top golf, yeah. You think? Yeah. Why not? I know they have heaters, but why not? I'm it's not sure. It's cold correct. outside. That's they have lot. heaters. I just said that. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: yeah, just, saying, I yeah. just
2: can't imagine. Boy, you know what I'll do? I'll call up our buddy over there, Matt, yeah. on Monday to see how many people showed up to play golf on, uh, on Saturday, Saturday morning. All right, so this week was monumental for a couple of reasons. Two Mikes, one entering the DFW scene, Mike McCarthy, new coach of the Cowboys, one leaving, one Mike Reiner, who I met even before the ticket was born because somehow I was trying to make some side money, I was doing traffic reports and doing us all this stuff and they don't pay you squat. But but if you're industrious and you can make a name for yourself, sometimes you can make inroads. And and Mike was running this thing called GT on call.
0: He was running it?
2: Yeah, I think so. Here locally. And I think it was called Sports Line or Sports Phone or whatever.
0: I kinda remember using it. And if you needed the latest scores, you didn't know them. That was it.
2: Was total gambling site. I mean, that's all it was. But or here's, just
0: sports nuts. No,
2: it was pretty much gambling because you had to you had to update it every twenty minutes, maybe. 10. So this is back before I had even Prodigy as an internet. Yeah, you browser. Didn't,
0: ha- it didn't have internet.
2: So what I had to do is I had to watch ESPN and look at the scroll at the bottom. Okay, so every time there was a sports, up, uh, you know, a scoring update. I could I can announce it. You call it up, call on a recorded line, and you keep doing it. So back then they didn't have the the playing through or have the picture-in-picture picture where you have the ad. So un, invariably, I would it would break for a commercial right when I needed that score, huh. and then I have to go all the way back again. But back in the day, for doing something like that, it was actually for people that are starting out in the radio business, you'd be surprised. It was twenty bucks an hour. Working Back from, then. Yeah, working from was that your house. Five years ago? Yeah. It was like uh, 92. And so it was good supplemental income. You just sat on my butt all, all day on a Saturday or Sunday and called in scores. Mark Folliwell worked there. I think Doogie worked there. And uh, and Reiner worked there. Come to find out down the road that it's uh, the ticket has, the, the Barry Horn announces that there's going to be rumored on all sports station in town. So I had Mike's number, and I wore it out I was still doing traffic reports for uh, for doing Limbaugh show on BAP at the time and um, and I called him twice a day because when I moved out from California the first thing I found out about looking for work is people it appeared at the time that people that were coming from a different area were much more uh, aggressive getting a job than people in Texas people in Texas would send in a resume and just wait they didn't want to cause any scenes or anything. These are natives. These yeah. are very big stereotypes. But this is what I found when I was looking. So I said, well, heck, I'm going to just outwork everybody and just drive him crazy till he calls me back. So they're starting this one week. It's January 24th, and they got everything in place except for the weekend uh, board ops. He calls me up on a Wednesday, and he goes, uh, yep, this is Mike. Um, do you know anything about running a board? I knew a little I mean very little I said sure you just point me in the right direction I'll, I'll get it well you're gonna work on Saturday with the bottle rockets Saturday and Sunday I said okay where do I sign up what do I do he goes I'll let you know because <laughs> at the time at the time they were it was this is Super Bowl week and they're trying to get all the hosts out there and um, it was just a just a catastrophe of chaos and Mike had not only did that, he, had a, he was program director. He was, had his own show. Yeah. He was the only one that didn't go to the Super Bowl that week. He had to stay really? back and handle it. And, it was, and we were, we were, uh, Kern, what was the studio we were sharing? KCPS? I think it was up in Arlington? No, no, no. It was, it's oh, on Keller Springs. Arlington. Keller Springs. Oh. We were never in Arlington. That was ESPN. Anyway, so the, we, were, we were cohabitating in these studios, and nobody liked us. We were the renegades that were yeah. coming in, and so, so fast forward, and Mike and I always got along pretty well because we were of similar age. I'll be sixty-three soon; he's sixty-nine. And before Norm got there, we were easily the two oldest people that were on right. programming. So he kind of took me under his wing a little bit, and he was really good. He was very irascible, you know. He was very—you just had to, you had to break break the walls down with Mike. And part of it was you just had to—he had to trust you. Yeah. So, at the time, I was the oldest producer at the station once they made Mike Fernandez the executive producer. He was going to run all the producers. And so there was an opening. So I needed to, they needed to find somebody to work with Skip Bayless. Oh, God. Well, what their theory was, I was the oldest. Yes, so that meant I was the most mature guy at the station that was up for this job. Yeah. No. Right. So I got that job, and I endured Skip for, I don't know, something felt like 20 years, but it was about six months. And then the, a new program director came in, fired Skip, brought the Musers in in the morning. So then they moved Chuck Cooperstein from afternoons to middays, and they moved Hardline from middays to afternoons. So they said, why don't you work with Chuck because Musers uh, already had their own producer. And I was just as happy because, man, I was getting up at 3.30 every yeah. day. And this was before really the Internet. And I had, to, I had to scour to get all these newspapers and read through them and cut them. I mean, it was, you talk about primitive. Yeah. So I worked with Chuck. And then Chuck left. And then I got Rocco. Did which, you ever go to Mike and say, man, why are you giving me all these? I tricks? knew exactly why they were doing it. Because I was the oldest guy, they figured I I could yeah. handle. I could be the most mature and handle. Because these guys weren't weren't not untalented, they were good, but you needed to you kind of needed to babysit them a little bit. Yeah. Because they were one man wrecking crew. Coop was like that. Skip was definitely like that. Rocco was like that. In fact, I say to this day, if Rocco would have had a co-host, he might still be there. Really? Yeah. They put him when he was hired um, by the, by Bruce Gilbert. Uh, uh, by the laddie, uh, the guy beforehand. and right away, that program director left, and there was no buffer between Rocco and Mike. When he the guitar and, player and slayer and, and and Rocco was full of piss and vinegar. He was a Eastern guy, you know, and he you know, he makes some brazen comments and and it just didn't sit well with Mike. Well, when Mike openly kind came, came out kind of against Rocco, the P1 Nation just killed him, killed yeah. Rocco, not Mike. So he was sh- going to be short-lived. And um, and then he left, and then Bob came on to do middays from overnights, you know, from night times. Right. And then I worked with him worked with them for about two years. And then finally we had a parting of the ways because it was time. It yeah. was just time. And they've moved on to bigger and better things, and so have I. But all this time Mike and I used to get along really well. We would talk about our kids, we'd talk about this yeah. and that. And it was it was really great. And then there was one point I was about probably five, six months from leaving the station. Yeah. And Reiner calls me. Really? This is before Danny was hired. He goes, Hey, got an opportunity for you. I said, yeah. How would you like to be the producer of The Hardline? I said, whoa, really? He goes, yeah. I said, I don't know because it's 3 to 7. I don't know how much that was going to impact my my family time, you know, watching my kids playing hockey or God knows what, right? And I ultimately turned him down. And I wonder to this day what my life would be like if I had not. I don't know. I do know it's, it's one of the more fun shows to work on because everybody's an equal on that show. Yeah. And nobody's, nobody's kind of talking down to you or patting you on the head. Yeah. Or, and so I, there's always that wonder if, but I always appreciated him for giving me the opportunity. And partly it was because I filled in for somebody, for Catelyn one time, and I wound up being, lack of a better turn, lack of a better um, nickname, I was deemed by Mike the Call Nazi. Because. because way back in the day, we had to take calls. That was the only thing that legitimized sports right. talk right. is to let yahoos from God knows where get right. their hot sports opinions. And, uh, and I, was really cri- I was really tough on them, okay? What do you want to talk about? What's yeah. going to be your point? What's your take? Because there's nothing worse than putting a guy that just rambles and just wastes everybody's time and then you look like a jerk. Yeah. So I was really tough. And after a while, they started putting me on the air while I was screening calls. It actually became kind of a bit, yeah. And it was really fun. It was, it was good. But I still think to this day, yeah, I would have had a great time with him. On the downside, I don't know how it would have impacted my night time with the family and everything. And I yeah. chose not to. And then about you know six to eight months later, the writing was all on the wall anyway. Yeah. We'd I'd overstayed my welcome with the bad radio. And uh, but to this day, he always treated me great. He was, uh, he was, uh, he, and he is a great friend. So anyway. I just want to say, uh, Bon Voyage, Mike. You did you did it your way. Nobody will be able to top the way you left.
0: I had no interaction with him.
2: Interesting. Well, you never I, went to the station very much. But I
0: really, really liked his storytelling.
2: One of the best. Yes. His what's on Mike's mind? Yeah. I'll miss that for he, the end of time.
0: He he, uh, he was really good. The only time I real quick, the only time I had an interaction with him. So nobody could get Jordan Spieth on the air, right? Wins Masters, wins uh-huh. whatever. Nobody can get him on. So Corby says, why don't you come on and you, – you, yeah. you watched him in high right. school. Your kid played with him. Why don't you come on and tell him stories because right. I had them. And so I came on. So as soon as I got to the studio, the first thing that um, – uh, I can't remember who said it to me. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe it was Ty. Make sure you acknowledge Mike. Yes. So I got in there. I said, hey, Mike. And I said – I went, hey, Mike. And I started talking to Corby. And after about two minutes, Mike goes – Wait a minute. What about me? uh
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Well, no. I said I'd first. No,
2: it's absolutely right because I, <laughs> I used to appear with them when talking golf. And you knew it was going to be mostly Corby and I talking. Right. And the first thing I would do is I would ask, Mike, what do you think about this? Yeah. And he wound up texting me after the segment. He goes, man, I really appreciate you including me in on that. And I said, you know, it just takes being nice. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything either. So, so anyway, kudos to you, Mike. Enjoy the rest of your life. And you definitely, definitely made a difference. All right, up next, let's mix with Country Force. We broadcast from the greatness of Crest Cars in Frisco.com. 9.58 on the ticket. Good Saturday morning to you. January 11th, another T box over and done. First one of 2020. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And setting us straight, we were saying during the break, if you want to see who's listening, just say something incorrectly on the air, and you will get feedback. And we did. We thought Alan Funt was the host of Password. He was the host of Candid Camera. Alan Ludden, who was married, who was married to Betty White, was the host of Password. So thank you, P1s. What would we do without that you?
0: That was uh, Bill Nahada had a median. Nahab. Oh, crap! Why couldn't it have been Bill Smith? Why did you even try?
1: What is know. happening over there?
2: I don't know, but. <laughs> Craig Craig is just channeling his his inner Elmer FUD. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Nehabha, Nehabha. Don't even try.
1: I, I don't even know what you're inner. trying to say. Almost. He's crushing it, man. Let, let us him go. You. Let it help
2: you. I don't even know what language you're saying. P one Bill. Perfect. How's that? Nailed it. <laughs> Hey, thanks to everyone here at Crest Cars, Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac, Crest Volvo, Chief Domo here, Mike Broson in the house. He's personally Chef served Mike us Browson. breakfast, and he said for us to announce that uh, – who's the guy? Rob who? Rob Hardy. No. Say hi to Rob. Bro, Rob Hardy. Rob Say hi, Rob Hardy. hi to
0: Rob Hardy. He's the slowest golfer I've ever played with. No. Never does. Okay. never does. Never does. Never right. has. right,
2: we're getting off topic here. I just wanted to say that, and also, don't forget to check out the brand new CT5 over a Cadillac. Can't wait to review that puppy.
0: Hey, I kind of want to. I kind of want to apologize to Grant Johnston because I mention him all the time. I listen to. I watch him on Channel Five in the yeah. mornings for weather. Yeah. And I never remember his name. Huh. It's really wrong of me. It is. So, sorry, sorry, Grant. He's probably working covering the snow, so he doesn't even hear it. But
2: yeah, you know they're going crazy. Yep. He There's, does a good job. Weather, Their weather pants pants are going crazy. When there's bad weather, boy, the weathermen.
1: I'll tell you this. For the first time in a long time yesterday afternoon, I actually had to clear out the uh, hallway closet. I was thinking that I was maybe going to have to jump in there.
0: Sirens went off. Yeah, Yeah, they did. We we had
1: them going off, and the the radar, the little spin-up that was down there kind of by Burleson, it was headed directly at me. And then just missed me a little bit west. But I was, uh, I was on high alert there for about 15 minutes.
2: Well, interesting you say that because I always thought it was an interior bathroom well, that you want. I don't really not have like closet. an
1: interior bathroom. Both of my yeah, bathrooms are to be on exterior far away walls, as the outer walls as possible. So
2: what Eli's telling us, he's got an outhouse. No, I do not have an outhouse. Got <laughs> <house. laughs> the little half moon <laughs> there <laughs> and rain roll. No, no Under
1: outhouse. The, you, but Sears Roebuck catalog you have a in the corner. House,
0: normally, right underneath the stairs is the best spot. Yeah. I don't
1: have stairs. I'm not rich like you. What? Ooh.
0: No stairs. I have stairs. I you think? know what? You know, <laughs> you know what? Rich I people think, have stairs. <laughs> I think.
2: No, that's not true. I would say if I had my druthers, I would much rather live in a single story than a. Mike brother stairs.
0: doesn't have stairs, and he's way richer than me. That's I I
1: really have no good place to go for tornado. I've got one kind of interior like coat closet. But it's pretty dicey at best. Like, I'm screwed if a tornado ever directly hits my house. I think most people are. I'd be better off just going out and getting in the car. Did you get a mattress put over you? No, it's, well, it's not big enough to fit a mattress. It's a coat closet. I did grab or, my, my weighted blanket, though, just in or case. Or a futon. <laughs> DiMaggio sticks? Yeah, no DiMaggio
2: Those would be good insulation, yeah, that'll, though, for a tornado. Mm. All right, so before, because we usually get cut off without any impromptu, so I'm just going to say next week we'll be at uh, TPC Craig Ranch. Just no. to let everybody know, very good. Want to step by and say hi. Still haven't played out there,
1: really. Wow. No, I haven't either. I've I've been out there. That when I caddied for Conrad a a month and a half or two months ago, I that was where it was. All right, at, I'll take you. Out I've there.
2: never actually played there. I'll take you out there. I know people. You you do okay, good. I do. <laughs>
0: they have strict members only policies right now. You better you better say I know it. people. Clandestine.
2: Clandestine.
0: Yeah, that.
2: <laughs> I'm like clandestine. So, when you're looking at words, when you look it up today. in the dictionary, do you know what an accent is? Like where you put the emphasis of a word? The, the emphasis on the right yeah, syllable. Why are you doing that? The emphasis. a
0: good match, Why? Then
2: you said clandestine. <laughs> oh, Isn't that a country in the Middle East somewhere? Palestine. <laughs> i yeah, Close
1: enough. What's wrong yeah, with you guys? You.
2: Oh, hey! Oh, yeah. So, on the ticket, yeah. Um, what else?
1: you got? So, you guys locked in for today? Yeah, we're, a little we're football ready, today? Ready to tonight. Totes locked in. We're ready to roll. Hmm. Any wagering? Oh, you know that's a good question. I, I might, uh, I might throw a little heat down on on the games today. I just, I don't really know. the The Minnesota San Fran game scares me a little bit because that line is so inflated. But okay, is, so
2: did you hear? Chappy, uh, Jake's uh, dad, give the lock of the week. I did not. Minnesota take the points. Really? really?
0: I'll give you a lock of the week. Oof, Uh-oh. man.
2: Clemson Her cousin cousin take scares the me. What's the spread? Six and a half. I'm seeing seven now. How do it was seven? Take oh, seven. <laughs> touchdown. Take uh-huh. seven. Seven. Wow. Clemson's
0: better than you think.
2: Yeah, but so's
0: LSU. LSU yeah.
2: hasn't. <laughs> LSU you, has Clemson's just been
1: better. buzzsawing people. Yes.
0: Clemson's better than you think. I just I, wor- I worry about the,
1: the Clemson offensive line because LSU's defensive line averages like 315 pounds, or it's something just ridiculous. Yeah, but it's full they of gumbo. Are they are no- monsters.
2: <laughs> they have no range down there. They <laughs> just fill up the gaps. That's all they do. I, I don't yeah, know. I they're just, not just I,
1: run stuffers, though, man. They, they just destroyed Oklahoma's offensive line, and, and their offensive line isn't as good as it has been over the last couple of years, but – I mean,
2: they just look like children out there. It was it was pitiful. As usual, I don't have a dog in the hunt. I'm, I'm gonna, I also want I just want a close game last I'm gonna, play. I'm
0: going to say this: nobody should take any of my gambling advice at all. Well,
2: mm-hmm. all right. But after you just gave your lock, of the I thought week.
0: Georgia was going to have a really good year this year, and so I followed college football more than I have
2: in a long time. So they lost their first game, and, and I quit. No,
0: and I kept watching because they still had a chance, right? All they do is beat LSU on the. All they had to, yeah, which they didn't, <laughs> but. LSU's really, really good. I think I, I, just think Clemson's been there before. They had the hangover. They'd won the national championship.
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm, they I, haven't really been tested. No, except but for Ohio that's not State. Their fault. I know. Well, we'll see. But uh, I'll be locked in. And since the weather's kind of crummy, uh, there's nothing really much else to do. Nope. You are correct. Yeah. Not playing golf. Nope. No. Can't even watch golf till later this afternoon. You think anybody's
0: priming. playing golf today?
1: Yes. Yes. I actually saw yes. a friend of mine on Facebook that no was at Walnut Way. Creek this morning.
0: I mean, look how hard it's blowing right now with the snow going sideways. But here's the thing. They were Walnut Creek playing?
2: If, yeah. If the well, golf one course of my is friends, open, he was walking too, pull cart. Okay, so Craig and I had this debate. Do you think anybody is at Top Golf today? Yes.
0: Yes. Really? Right, I'll give you. An, I'll give you another, uh, another hypothetical. Mike, you can chime in right now. This weather.
2: Bring and your clandestine comments. And <laughs> make,
0: it, make it five degrees colder. Okay. And you got invited to go play Augusta right now. You go. Yes. Yes.
2: You know what? Even, even Ty sure. says
1: yes, and he doesn't even I'll play out. golf.
2: I'll tell you why I wouldn't do it. I'm out. It. I'll tell you why I wouldn't do it. You Mike says he's going. You wouldn't be getting the full measure of the course. Well, so, that's true, but I don't think you ever cares? get the full measure of the course anyway. Yeah, you do. It's,
1: it's never in as good a shape as it is when you see it during tournament I'm just time. serious.
2: I'm, if, I'm just, I'm, if you're bundled up like the Michelin Man and you got to hit these little knockdown shots. That might be I, the only time you get to do it, correct. though. So you might
1: not ever get a chance to get it in. I don't in. think it's doing it.
2: It's not doing it. It's sort of doing it. No it, you're you are on the premises, been but there. you're not you're not counting that as a rule. Eli, have golf. you to Augusta?
0: Yes. What? Okay, so uh, to me, it'd be just like being at Augusta. You're playing a course that you're not playing. Yeah,
1: I'm out. Yeah, I'm I still, still think that more. I'm I'm going to have to go ahead and take the possible <laughs> one shot <laughs> that, that it might
0: ever happen.
2: Like I'd rather play Cypress Point. That's just me personally. I'm more of an ocean guy. But if it's 32 degrees and there's sleeting going sideways, I'm not playing it. That's how my dad and well, I okay, played so Pebble Beach the last time we played. All and right, yeah. yeah so and l- we looked at each other and said, why are we doing this?
1: Cypress Point, if, if someone asks you right now, but you know it's going to be 35-mile-an-hour winds and overcast and drizzling, are you going? Hmm. hmm. I'm out. I'm out well, you just, probably you, out only you because just, you've got so much money to sling around, you just don't even care.
2: You just think you'll get like, on there to, again <laughs> and it's you know, no big you know, to deal. Me, I'm out. It's like driving a really it's like driv, driving a really hot car with well, two tires. How do you portray me such a rich guy? I guess I ought to embrace that. Don't you think? It's like driving a really <laughs> hot car with two tires. It's just not the same. You're not getting the full effect of enjoyment of that car or that golf course. Yeah, I'm out. I mean I I
1: understand what you're saying. I just for a once in a lifetime type thing like that I think you've got to do it if somebody asks you if if it never happens again then you're like well I blew my one shot to go down there and play even though yes it was going to be you know, but I don't cold. feel like
2: I
0: did blow it cuz I would have had to play in this stuff forget
1: it
2: I mean if let's say how about this play Augusta but it's completely full of casual water are you playing it
1: well I mean that's a little different
2: Is I mean, it? if you if you can't hit if you shot, have a place to, that's one if thing if you have a place to put your you ball you can still off to play when it's cold it's got no, am just saying. Let's sleep. I'm out. Okay. Well, <laughs> You guys are crazy. I think it's different Mike's if you gonna, play golf all, said, all the time or not, too.
1: Uh, I still What's love that? you, though, even though you're insane. I know.
0: I <laughs> that's, who's that's, insane? I don't like being cold you. or wet. or. Well, nobody does,
1: but it, I like never mind. I'm,
0: all right. It's,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm going nowhere here. <laughs> I'm making no headway. I was
0: trying to Gentlemen, talk you
1: guys into it, but no.
0: Take Clemson in the points. Okay. Yep. See it. It's his log of the week. Cheers broadcasting live from the txu energy mothership at victory plaza hard by the aac this is sports radio 1310 and 96.7 fm the ticket ktck am dallas fort worth ktck fm flower mound a cumulus station